Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Literary Fairy. I'm your host, Alyssa, and happy... Hold on, I have to fix the mic. <laughs> You're going to hear some squeaking. All right, there we go. Happy holidays, everybody. It is now December, which means it is Christmas time. It is... Uh, what's today? The 7th? It is... Christmas 7th, um, or, you know, there's plenty of holidays that happen in December, so if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Um, today, we are doing a Christmas, little Christmas episode. We are talking about a Christmas classic, uh, I was going to call it a novel, but I don't think it's a novel. It's like a, it's a little picture book, but it's not like a kid. Well, there's many ways to describe it. <laughs> um, I hope the music, you can hear it. I didn't think any at... It's like, we're going to talk about the music every show, okay? This is going to happen now. Um, but I don't think there was any ads, but I'm still going to have to keep a little bit of an eye on the Christmas music over there. Um, so, yes, we are talking about a Christmas story today. I decided uh, the best way to start... Um, the holiday season with these, uh, with this show is to talk about a Christmas classic that, uh, is from my youth. <laughs> um, and that is the, ha the, the house, sorry, I don't know what's going on here. Um, The House of Wooden Santas by Kevin Major, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year, which is crazy because I'm 24. So the book is like only a year older than me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, which is really weird to, for me to think because I grew up like reading that book in school every Christmas. And I don't know why I was like, yeah, it just it came out like when I was in school. But no, it's like it's been around, although it's been a while. Well, OK, we're not going to talk about my existential dread about being old. Um, but before we get into that, I did want to make a little bit of a, an announcement to kick off the show. And that is, if you don't follow um, the social media for The Literary Fairy, which, first of all, if you don't, how dare you, go do that right now, um, facebook.com slash literary fairy and at the literary underscore fairy on Instagram. We will, I'll say that again later. So, but if you don't follow the Instagram for The Literary Fairy, you would have missed the announcement that this is now a podcast. Um, it's going to, like, we're still going to be airing on CHMR, obviously, uh, and then after the episodes air on Thursdays, it's going to be uploaded online um, to be listened to afterwards. Um, uh, the first four episodes are currently on online. Um, the name of the website is uh, shows.acast.com. I have the exact link to get to the Literary Fairy on the Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, if you go to at the literary underscore fairy on Instagram, you go to the profile. Um, there is like a link under the bio. If you click that link, that takes you right to the um, the podcast site. If you go to facebook.com slash the literary fairy chmr, uh, the last post I would have made before the House of Wooden Santa's post is the announcement for the podcast as well that also has the link on it um it's the current header photo is um from my meet the host uh which was for the first episode i'm currently trying to work on getting another like making my own graphic for the profile pictures uh for the literary fairy online the current graphic that is there is just a picture i found online um when i was starting the show um and I use I use Canva for all of my graphics and stuff. And currently, I cannot make a graphic that I like <laughs> for the um, 
before the show um, for like the profile pictures and stuff. So eventually there will be a new graphic. But as of right now, if you are looking for the podcast, it has the picture of me when I had my pink hair um, and the title like meet the host and everything is on there. Um, that's it's very exciting. I'm so excited to have that. I always wanted to do like a book podcast and that's kind of what I felt the literary fairy was. Um, and then now it, it actually is a podcast. So if you're listening on the radio, you can check out the podcast. If you're listening uh, through the podcast, what's up? Um, if you are listening to the podcast and have never heard CHMR, uh, when I say something about the plugs at the end uh, of the show, you can just turn it off because that's just a CHMR thing. Uh, you don't need to listen to me talk about my other radio shows. Um yeah, very excited about that. Um, I have like the tab saved on my phone, even though I never listen. <laughs> I don't like listening to myself talk. So I have the tab, tab saved just for the sheer fact of like being like, look, I have a podcast. That's me. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'll probably, I'll mention that again at the end of the show, but let's get into talking about the house of wooden Santas. So as I mentioned in the social media posts I made for, uh, like announcing that that's what we were doing this week. I had a tradition throughout my uh, elementary school years. I think it stopped in grade four or grade five where um, my teacher would read us um, the House of Wooden Santas and would read us one Santa every day leading up to Christmas. Um, it was one of my favorite things to do because I really did love this book growing up. I have to admit it's been a, quite a while um, since I've read it. I don't remember a lot of specifics from the book anymore, unfortunately. There is a special edition of the uh, for the 25th anniversary that is currently out. I know that last I checked, the only bookstore in town that has that special edition is Kohl's in the Village Mall. So I'm really hoping they have it um, Friday when I go to work because uh, I after my payday because um, I really would like to own the book. I the special edition unfortunately is a paperback and I would very much prefer to have the original hardcover. But if I can own this book in any way, shape, or form, I will take it because I I've been wanting it for years. Like every Christmas, I go looking for the House of Wooden Santas and it's never at any bookstores. And if you get it online. Like normally Indigo has it. Um, actually no, sorry. Indigo has not had it online the last few times I've checked. Like they've said like sold out online. Normally Amazon has it and I, I don't know. I, I think it's a little more expensive on Amazon, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But yeah. So if you're like me and you would like to own it, there is the special edition out right now. It is only like, 1995. If you're signed up for a Plums Plus membership, you do get an extra 10% off. Not sponsored. It's just I do have a Plums Plus membership. Um, but where it has been so long since I have read the book, I'm not completely familiarized with the plot like I used to be. I'm not familiarized with the Santas like I used to be. I was trying to um, look up some stuff so that I could script for today's show. And there's really not a lot in terms of like, like, you know, sometimes you can Google like a plot synopsis or even like the full plot summary of, of like books and stuff like that. There's nothing like that. So I think it's just, this is this, the universe telling me I have to buy this book and read it again, which I will, <laughs> I will once I get paid. Um, but anyway, so the House of Wooden Santas is a, uh, picture book 
novel, whatever you want to call it, um, for all, I'll say it's for all ages. Like I would, I would say like a children's book because normally I'm like, oh, picture book, children's book, but it's not a children's book. It is, I would say for all ages. Um, it centers around a nine-year-old boy named Jesse who he and his mother, uh, move from their big city to a small town due to financial struggles within their family. And obviously, you know, when you're young, you move away from, from the only life you've known from your friends and, and everything. You kind of don't take it very well. So Jesse is very much not taking it well. He's very gloomy and upset and all this. And his mother is a woodworker. So in attempts to cheer him up a bit, his mother starts carving him these wooden Santas. And they kind of form a story around the wooden Santa, uh, while also this wooden Santa um, connects to whatever struggles Jesse is going through uh, at that period of time. I tried to look up a list of what, like, Exact, exactly what the Santas are, because there are 24 wooden Santas. There's one for, you know, every day leading up to Christmas. But I could not find the list of all 24 wooden Santas, um, which is very upsetting because <laughs> I barely remember them. Like they're on the cover of the book, but I would not be able to tell you just looking at the cover what they are. Um, there is an article on CBC's website um, where they're talking about the 25th anniversary where they list some of them. There's like four listed here. So there's Thinking Santa, Super Santa, Reading Santa, or Santa in the Moon. So there's four of them. Um, but I can't find a definitive list of all 24 Santas. I would like to, like I said, I would like to get the book and reread it. So I'll probably come back for the next episode and just give you guys an update. Um... But it is like, it is a really fantastic and heartwarming story because it is like, you know, you have the aspect of Jesse who has moved to this new town, this smaller town who he's trying to, um, he's trying to, uh, deal with the move and he's trying to deal with, um, all this change, which is a big thing when you're a kid. I mean, any sort of change is a big deal when you're a kid, but then to also move away from home in the sense of like completely leaving like you see a lot in like books and other types of media but you know this is a book show let's talk about books <laughs> um you see a lot in books about like when somebody of a younger age moves away from home they're away from all their friends they got to rebuild all that but then you also have the aspect of jesse and his mom are struggling financially uh during a time of year when it's kind of you know like christmas is one of the most expensive times of year i would say like because you're i mean you got like rent and bills like the regular rent and bills and groceries and stuff and then you're also trying to buy christmas gifts for your loved ones and god in this economy trying to buy christmas gifts oh oh boy um so you have that aspect where they're dealing with that but you have like jesse's mom who she is financially struggling, but she also sees that her son is struggling and she wants to help him. So she makes all these wooden Santas, which woodworking, I mean, I'm not a woodworker. I, I never took like wood shop or anything in school. Kind of wish I did because it kind of would be cool. But I know anybody who is skilled in any sort of like crafty hobby like that, whether it be woodworking, knitting, crocheting, anything like that, it's all very um, time consuming. Because, I mean, these little wooden Santas, like, she's not only making the Santas, she's also painting them and everything. So, 
So she's here with her, you know, financial struggles, and she's also trying to help her son. Like, she's taking the time out to make these wooden Santas to make her son happy. That's like, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, and I, I also, um, oh my goodness, I keep hitting the mic. Um, I also mentioned in my Instagram post, I have to go back and like read it exactly. Uh, where was it? Uh, I was like, I remember the rooms had the wooden Santas at one point, and I was so disappointed I didn't get to see them. What I didn't realize, I thought this was just a one-off thing, but what I didn't realize is that the rooms every Christmas will have the wooden Santas because the wooden Santas are not just something that were made up for the House of Wooden Santas. They are real, actual little wooden Santas that somebody made. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to say her name right. Her name is... Imelda George. Um, she's from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. She made the wooden Santas for the, um, for the book. Um, I'm like, I'm on the room's website now. Actually, you know what? Let's just read this the, about the artist for, for this. Cause I feel like she deserves a lot of credit for this as well. Um, famous for her carvings of fishermen, angels, and treasure chests, her Santas became especially beloved after featured in after being featured, sorry, in the 1997 book The House of Wooden Santas, written by Kevin Major, with photography by Ned Pratt. The story unfolds over 24 chapters, each meant to be read nightly leading up to Christmas. Kevin Major bought the first four Santas from George and commissioned her to carve additional 20 figures for the book. So the first four Santas she already had made. And um, so then the author, Kevin Major, bought those and was like, can you make 20 more? Let's write a book. So I had no idea this was a thing that happens every every year. Um, I remember when I was in school, when we read, I think it was either grade three or grade four, when we read The Wooden Santas that year, um, we were talking about it being at the rooms, and my teacher at the time was trying to get together a, um, a, a field trip to go see them. And I don't remember why it fell through, because I know I've never been to the rooms to see the Wooden Santas. But for some reason, it fell through, and we did not get to go. Um, but I, I would really like to, and now that I know that the rooms does it every year, I'm probably going to try to get to it. Um, I'll read that out as well. Um, because I am on the room's website right now. So the dates uh, currently say that the wooden Santas are going to be at the rooms from November 22nd, 2023 to January 7th, 2024. Level three, entrance to the reference room. And I will read to you guys as well what the um, fees or whatever are to get to the rooms. Because in general, I would highly recommend visiting the rooms. It's a very nice, very nice, like, you know, you get a look into Canadian and Newfoundland in general history. Um, I love museums. <laughs> um, so let me read this to you. Um, so we have tickets and fees. For adults 18 plus, it is $12. For seniors 60 plus, it is $7.80. Children under 5 get in for free. Youths 6 to 17 get in for $6. Students with a valid student ID get in for $7.80. However, students do get in free on Fridays with your valid ID. That's probably what I'll do. If I get a Friday off, I'll probably go to the rooms and look at the wooden Santas. Um, Canadian military with a valid military ID or veteran ID get in for $780, and a household of two adults and two youths can get in for $3120. So, 
Mark it on your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. November 22nd until January 7th, the Wooden Santas are at the rooms. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really cool. I do remember, like, reading the book in school and being so, like, enamored with the fact that these were actual woodworkings that somebody made. Um, and they're gorgeous. Like, if you look up pictures of the wooden Santas, they are phenomenally made. This is going to sound weird. I want to hold one. <laughs> like, I would love to hold a wooden Santa. I feel like, I don't know. I know you can't. There's pictures on CBC's article at the rooms um, where they're behind glass, which is, you know, makes sense. They're very, like, precious statues that were made that were made years ago for this, like, very popular Christmas book. Um, so I kind of get, like, you don't want people to touch them. You don't want people to risk damaging them. Also, you don't want people to steal them. But I, I just, I think they're fantastic. I really do. I love... I love how beautiful they look. I really wish I could remember what the other, like, 20 of them are. Um, I'm going to see if maybe, if you scroll down to CBC's article, do they say any other ones? Um, sorry, I, I should have looked deeper before I started recording, but to be fair, I did try to do research to, like, talk more about this before... Um, the show before recording the show and I came up very very little in terms of trying to get like a plot summary um, that's more in depth than just like nine year old Jesse moved and is now making his mom making him Santa's um, I tried to do a more in depth plot thing for that um, and a little bit of research but there's not a whole lot online and also in general I've been busy <laughs> I should have planned way in advance but I kind of woke up on Monday and I was like, you know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to do the Wooden Santas. <laughs> Despite not having read it since, like, middle school probably was the last time I read it. Um, I'm going to see. Does it say here which... Hmm, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. There's pictures of the Santas at the rooms. There's, like... Um, there's only one close-up of Super Santa. I'm trying to zoom in because there's another picture here. But it does not... I can't see... Oh, oh, of course. Of course, there's Hockey Santa. How could I forget? A book written by a Canadian uh, with Santas made by Canadians and, like, is a Canadian book. Hockey Santa. That one I did love, Hockey Santa, I will say. Think, reminding myself of that now. Hockey Santa, and then I think the Santa and the Moon are probably two of my favorites. To like, they're just they're really nice. They're gorgeous. Um, God, I really can't see. Like, uh, I tried to. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so upset. I wish that there was like, there's plenty of. Oh, is this no? I wish there was like a list online of the wooden Santas. I also wish I went and bought the book like way beforehand. But I was hoping. Like I said, I was, I want the book, but I want the original hardcover. I don't want the softcover one that's out right now. And I've been checking Coles and chapters religiously, and they do not have the hardcover. They only have the softcover 25th anniversary one. <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to have to deal with it. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and get that one. Anyway, I feel like the, sh the, the show today is all over the place. <laughs> usually it's like, I say usually, there's only four episodes so far. But like... 
Usually it's like I have a little script written or little notes that I'm going to read off of and, you know, discuss this book. And really, I've only discussed, like, the history of the book today, essentially, and, like, the fact that it's, like, the wooden Santas are real. But it is a busy time of year. I work in retail, so I'm, like, I have no free time. I'm just at work um, dreaming of buying the wooden Santas book. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Like I said, I'm going to buy it probably like today or tomorrow because today is my payday. Um, and once I buy it and read it, I'm going to talk about it more, I think. Or I'll talk about it again on the show. I was half tempted to buy it and like spend this whole half hour reading it. But I felt like that might not be allowed. <laughs> I feel like there's like some sort of like copyright book laws about like just sitting here and reading The House of Wooden Santas for a half hour. And then... I would either have to keep reading it going forward or we would ha ha get to read like half an hour and that would be it. And then that's just unsatisfying. Like, I don't want to read and then, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little bit chilly because it is cold outside and there's a little bit of cold air blowing on me right now. But trying to get in the Christmas spirit. So, I don't know. Um... I hope my music at no point went to... Because I, I totally stopped looking at the music. Uh, at the, at the, by the way, this is apparently the music they play at Magic Kingdom during Christmas. So, Disney don't say um, Yeah. So, I guess I'll just call it a day there. Um, the House of Wooden Santas. It is the time of year. I would highly recommend if you have... Even if you don't have young children, actually. But if you have young children that you're, like, trying to get them into reading, would highly recommend The House of Santas for this time of year. I think pick it up uh, or order it if you have to. And sit down every night leading up to Christmas or even sit down on Christmas Eve and read them The House of Wooden Santas. It is a fantastic novel, book, whatever you want to call it. Um, and like I said, the... Um, the wooden Santas are at the rooms now until January of next year. So maybe check out the house of, check out the, the book, the house of wooden Santas, and then also go see the actual wooden Santas. That'd be cool. I, I that's what I'm going to do. If I, I'll probably take pictures and post them on the Instagram page when I go see the wooden Santas. But anyway, um, we're coming to the end of the show. As I mentioned at the beginning, if you're listening um, to this as a podcast, you can probably turn it off now because I'm going to do plugs for my other radio shows on CHMR. And I mean, if you don't listen to CHMR, if you're just listening to the podcast form of this, uh, you can probably just disregard all of this. But if you're listening via CHMR, let me... Uh, let me do some plugging for my own radio, my other radio shows, and then we'll be on our way. So um, within CHMR, I have two other radio shows. One of them airs every Tuesday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. It is called The Outlet Hour. I host it with my best friend, Terry. Um, this one, and then I also host one called uh, The Great Canadian Power Hour. That one is just me. That one's Wednesdays from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. They're both music-based shows, so you don't hear just us talking the entire time, trying to form a way to fill <laughs> to fill the time like I do on here. Um, it is... It's an hour, uh, the outlet hour is a variety of music from all over the world and all different genres uh, that Terry and I pick. Um, and then... It, for us, like, talking about things, it's just whatever comes to our head at the time. Um, connecting, you know, 
with the songs in any type of way. We're currently doing um, a theme of growing up through music. So we did one week where it was music from like when we were a child up until 12 years old. There's last week, or this week I should say, was um, 13 and 19, and then next week is going to be 19 into our current ages in music. Um, and then the Great Canadian Power Hour is an hour of all Canadian music. It is also all sorts of genres because I just listen to a lot of genres of music. Um, and that one's, um, and also all uh, Canadian talking points. I have a point where I will discuss um, Canadian TV shows or movies that I would recommend people to watch. I should probably start talking about Canadian books too. You know what? Now that we're, okay, sorry. That's a mental note for later. Um, but if that interests you, if you want to listen to uh, an hour or two hours, if you want to listen to both shows of me talking and music and uh, all of that good good stuff, we have the Outlet Hour, uh, Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. on CHMR, and um, the Greek Canadian Power Hour, Wednesdays from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, and yeah, there's social media for the Outlet Hour, uh, facebook.com slash the Outlet Hour, and at the Outlet Hour on Instagram. And there's also social media for this, <laughs> for this show. Um, there's, I, I said it earlier, but I said it so fast that I realized as I was saying it, I was like, nobody's going to understand what I'm saying. So there's, um, there's a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the literary fairy CHMR. And there's also an Instagram page at the liter, sorry, I was for a second was like, what did I just say? <laughs> um, yeah, facebook.com slash the literary fairy CHMR and at the literary underscore fairy on Instagram. I post, um, the Monday before the show airs, I post a little snippet of what's going to be coming up with the show, whether it be a book that we're talking about or book related news or any, just anything book related. I usually post a little bit of a, a little bit of a tease at the beginning of the week for it. Um, the Percy Jackson series is coming out, so I have a feeling I'm going to be talking about that soon. Probably after the whole thing airs, so I can kind of talk about the show versus the book because I'm going to be reading the book around the time the show comes out so I can refresh myself on it um, so if you like Percy Jackson tune in for that whenever I don't know if Disney Plus is dropping it all at one time or if it's going to be a weekly basis type thing but whenever it all comes out I will talk about it on here um, if you have anything you want me to talk about any books or uh, any book-related thing, any adaptations, anything you want me to talk about on the show, you can leave it in the comments or in my inbox on both um, the Instagram and the Facebook. And my voice is, my throat's getting a little bit dry because I recorded the uh, Great Canadian Power Hour before this, and now I'm doing this. So I am talking a lot, and my throat is getting dry. <laughs> so quick, quick synopsis of, of the plugs that I just said. Um, the Great Canadian Power Hour, Wednesday from 6 p.m., 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. The Outlet Hour, every Tuesday from 4 to 5. Um, follow the social media for The Literary Fairy, uh, facebook.com slash The Literary Fairy, and at The Literary underscore Fairy on Instagram. And I will see you guys. I'm going to do a quick check right now. Um, I would, I will say there will likely be a show on the 21st. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be one. No, I feel like there should be. 
usually around Christmas time, I kind of take a break from doing my shows on CHMR. Um, but I think I should be fine to do one on the 21st. And then the next one after that is January 4th. So I don't think we, we should not be missing a show. But if we do, I will post it on the Instagram or the Facebook. So that's that. Uh, thanks for listening to whatever this was, <laughs> my ramblings of sorts. And I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye.